All right, Colton, you ready to get this thing, man? Yes, sir. Let's All right, go. dude, let's do it. Podcast take one, episode one, <laughs> pilot one. <laughs> one. <laughs> All right, man. So, uh, just talk about video games real quick. So, um, just general video games, what you're into. I know we're both pretty much into the same stuff. So, it's probably, probably. Cool. Well, yeah, and I feel like I'm more like. I don't know. I get into a lot of racing games, but also sports games. Oh, yeah, dude. Story mode. Right so that's my experience, like, growing up. Like, I was never super into sports. I always liked to play sports. I just never was, like, active into it in school or anything. But, like, I, I when I was growing up, like, NBA, like, those games back in the day on the original Xbox 2 were way fun for me. Oh, yeah, they were so fun. Because you could play, like, multiplayer <laughs> and just with your friends. And, it, yeah, it was oh, just yeah. it was just a lot of fun. Dude, I didn't even do that. I would just like I would create like a seven foot five like gigantic <laughs> like, hell a huge stack. No, I would too. I would too. I got. I got. Admit, I would too because you know Yao Ming or whatever. Dude, yeah. I always made my guy seven six and just super good. Like it, yeah. it was great. Oh yeah, that was amazing. But yeah, dude. Uh, so I mean, I just started playing games when I was really young. Like maybe like. Damn, dude, like five, six, maybe, like just on Nintendo 64. Yeah, yeah dude. I think because my my dad and an older brother would play a lot, and they would play like the Donkey Kong and stuff on the original Nintendo. Oh, hell yeah. And so, yeah, I got into games really early. Yeah, I dude, me too. Always played. Dude. Like, they're just really fun. <laughs> just like, yeah, from like just little, dude, like, just that's one of the biggest things I grew up with those video games for sure. And like, I don't know. Like, I guess I, really everything at this point is what I play. It's like, there's not really nothing that I really don't play. I don't really like puzzle games too much, but I like puzzles intertwined in my games. You know, like an RPG right. game with like some puzzle elements or something. Like, right, 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 right. Yeah. Like yeah. almost like the old Zeldas and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly, dude. Like, but puzzle games in general, like Tetris, like it's fun, but like it gets boring quick for me. Like, yeah. No, that's no, that's the same. I, I just, I feel like you get really bored, you know, pretty quickly with playing those because it's kind oh, of the yeah. same thing over and over. But, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's well, so I know that this is kind of crazy, but I've seen this thing. It says that Boeing's trying to do this uh, crisis, crisis management. What? Yeah. So I'm reading this on Google News. It says the seven... 37 max is in deeper trouble than Boeing thought and its stock is stink is sinking. So apparently oh. from, and I haven't like fully read into it, but from what this is saying is that it's almost like they're trying to make their airplanes like be totally different to help with crashes and stuff. I don't know. I'm not- oh, cause is it really falling that bad just because like, cause they just, just concerned. Yeah. Well, and I, Seems like they're not even like they're not making it the way they want it to be. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up and see exactly what it's talking about because this seems pretty crazy. I don't know, man. That's well, I I don't know, man. Because like you think about it, like the only like industry that's pretty safe as far as transportation goes is like airports, like you know, planes and stuff. Like because there's no competition for that. Well, or is there? Like, is there a huge competition for that now? Like. Not really, because I feel like Boeing. No, yeah, well, and I feel like Boeing is like the biggest one. So it looks like 
they're doing this because uh, in March there was two fatal crashes, uh, one in October of 18 with Ethiopian airplane or airline plane. And Mm -hmm. then in March, it killed like 346 people. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Well, it, like, so, so the whole like thing that happened, like, what was it back in like 2017, 2016 with like the huge fight that went missing? Like, people were like searching who, like, didn't that all just end up being like just a crash? Like, they ended up finding it like all crashed at the bottom of the sea. Like, yeah. Yeah. And they were saying now, like now this rem- black box was like signaling to them, but they didn't know exactly yeah. what it was or they thought it was UFOs or, you know, like some like, extraterrestrial so- things or something. No, I know what happened now. I actually remember. I think I actually read like a whole article. So what happened was I think the pilot of the plane purposely like crashed the plane. But what he did was mid-flight, he took out the black box because that's how they track the planes. And I think he actually threw it out of the plane, if I'm not mistaken. And when he did that, he uh, he went off course and then he like crashed the plane because he was like suicidal or something like that. Really? Yeah, dude, some crazy stuff like that. That's all it turned out to be. Yeah, and I'm pretty certain, if it, I'm not mistaken, like the whole reason why they had such difficulty finding it is because he went off path after he disposed of the black box. And the only way they were able to really find it out was by triangulating like the text messages that were going out from the families or whatever, right. like right before the plane went down or something. So then they finally like were able to discover where it landed and everything. And yeah, dude, I think he just like straight crashed into the ground. Like he just didn't care. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, and and so kind of more on this, just reading a little more of this, it says that they're trying to create a software, like believes a software fix can make planes fly or safer to fly. um, And that it should be cleared uh, or sorry, would not be cleared to fly this year. So they're going to have to wait. Isn't that, I think they're essentially just, referencing autopilot like they're just implementing a new autopilot system or something and that could be true that's weird dude i don't, I don't know yeah it's but like that, that's just it, it says something though like when it, like a huge industry like that is hurting like that i don't know man that's crazy right yeah no that's I not that i i like i don't know i don't i guess i don't necessarily read up on news too much but you know just looking into a little bit it's kind of interesting i wonder if that's a job that's gonna be like replaced pretty soon you know like obviously there's a lot of jobs that are going to be replaced by like artificial intelligence and robots and stuff like that but like how soon will it be where pilots will start to be replaced by like people more like us where we're just like general knowledge like on how to like turn on autopilot on the on like a plane or something like that and you just have like a system doing it for you because they just don't trust people anymore right like, reason it it could be it could be around the corner dude like and like that sucks because like as a pilot you can make a ton of money pilots make fucking oh yeah crazy money. oh yeah that's a lot of money <laughs> i wish i made that yeah. Much. <laughs> oh yeah dude like my uh my sister's my sister's boyfriend he's like about to finish school for that and he'll be making some big money pretty soon i think really it's crazy yeah, dude. I think you have to get like 70, 80 hours of like flight time before you can actually commercially fly or some shit like that. But right. Uh, and you, then you have to be like a co-pilot for a certain amount of time or something like that. But yeah, he'll he'll be making like pretty good money off the start. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, dude, that that would be a nice job. It's like it really seems like one of those jobs that like it doesn't require a whole lot. It's just like you have to prove that you can do it. Right. Well, and that's where. So, um, I was actually thinking about becoming a pilot, but I couldn't because I have glasses, and you have to get correctional surgery. Like you, for you real, know, even they'll pay for it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, like damn. you have to get correctional facility. And I, I'm sure that you can have glasses, but you have to have like a certain type of vision. Like you can't just become a pilot if you have glasses. It's I, really I crazy. I don't, think, I don't think you can be legally blind and be a pilot. Like right. I think you have to, yeah. Like I think to a certain degree, like if, you're, if your glasses were to fall off mid-flight, you should still be able to like fly the plane. Essentially Correct. is what they want. Basically, um, yes. I think like from what I understood, the Air Force they would not let you in, like fly a plane or be part of like their, their fighting team if you had like any type of vision problem. Yeah, because I was talking to someone on the phone and uh, yeah, he said that they would, they would pay for correctional surgery for you. But even in my case, I wouldn't be able to do it even then because my eye problems happened so early mm-hmm. uh, in life that all my receptors and stuff in my eye are so damaged that even correctional or corrective surgery uh, wouldn't do anything for me. I would still be basically super blurry in one eye. Oh, dang. That's right, because if I'm not mistaken, like you, you had like some type of accident or something, right? Like Yeah, yeah. When I was four, uh, I was messing with a plant with a pocket knife, and I was cutting it with the blade up, and I pulled back oh, too dude. far and slipped and just, yeah, stabbed myself in the eye. It was Ow. absolutely crazy. That, that would do it. Yeah, I know it really sucks, yeah. but you know I'm like Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> no, straight up when I, uh, when I got when I got home from all the surgery and everything, so I had to go immediately into surgery. Um, when I got home from everything, I literally ran into the wall, like oh, face dang. first into the wall because I couldn't Ooh. see where I was going, even though I had oh, one no. good eye. You know, it's it throws all your depth perception and everything off. Oh, you have no depth perception. At no, all. not at all. Well, and, you know, being older now, it's obviously I've gotten more, you know, in Adjusted. tune with everything. Yeah, so it doesn't bother me anymore. But yeah, it was terrible when I was a kid. Dang, man! Like, and well, I I only know that too because I was the same way. I wanted to become a pilot for a long time, but they told me like I couldn't be a pilot because I'm too tall. Like, I guess you have to be, like, a certain height or something to fit Too into the Too tall jets. to be a pilot? <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, are you serious? Like, what? Yeah, like, if you're a certain height, like, it's going to throw off, like, the the forces and stuff like that. And you could, like, throw up or pass out or something like that. I was just like, that sucks. Like That's weird because I, like, that's the same thing for flight attendants. Like, I think you oh, have to be 5'3 yeah. and above. Dang, that's crazy, dude! Like, and I, it could yeah, partially be because you have to reach the cat, the little uh, uh, compartments up in the top or something. I don't know, but yeah, it's weird. It's so weird. I wonder if that, like, do you have? Is there a, like a height requirement or something for the Air Force? I'm gonna look it up real quick. <laughs> I don't know. I I really have no idea because that's like. A high requirement for being in a jet, it just seems weird to me, like, to fly. I, I could kind of see it because, like, if you think about it, like, they're, they're not produced for, like, every one certain person. Like, they're produced in a very particular way because they have to be, you know? And, and so, right. like, 
I mean, you would think they would make maybe like a slightly bigger one for like slightly bigger people or something, but (laughs) maybe you can't. I don't know. No, I know. And that's just, I don't know, man. That's, that's so weird because it's like, it almost just makes it like impede a bunch of people from becoming a pilot or, you know, getting into that job. Cause it's like, you know, half the people, uh, I guess the average height is like five eight or five nine, five eight oh, or yeah. five nine think, or something like that. So it's like I, I, I guess so. I guess most people could be, but there's a lot of people that couldn't. That's for sure. I don't know. It, it says sixty four to seventy seven inches. I mean, to get into the Air Force, you you have to be I guess five four uh, to six five. But I mean, like obviously anyone can join. Oh, the that's Force, a huge so group can... of people. Yeah. So it's oh, like, yeah. but, but can you pilot like being six foot five? Like, what if you're just crammed in there? Like, fucking, just like, <laughs> to, like you know, control system, whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> your suck, knees dude. are touching your face. <laughs> oh, and dude, I have heard like videos and stuff of pilots talking about that. Like, man, it is not comfortable in there. Like, yeah, it's like great. We're flying like these super amazing like fucking jets and stuff and we're doing all this crazy stuff but it sucks being in there like it really does like oh i can't imagine like that would not be fun at all wear like the respirators and stuff so you don't pass out like you have to they have to think of a lot of stuff like like so or or because we will work at a at a bank you know a little bit but yeah and like we have access to some of those military videos and stuff like that um I was watching one of the videos on the Air Force and stuff, and, like, they have to, like, they have to fucking mathematically pinpoint, like, missile trajectory, like, velocity, all types of crazy shit, dude. Like, they have to know how missiles work, like, the ins and outs of them. Like, it's just crazy all the shit you have to learn. Yeah, well, I, I was talking to a pilot, and or not necessarily a pilot, but he was a bomb technician. Uh-huh. Still there, dude. Hello. Can you can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you now. That was weird. Wait, hold on. Are we still talking on the thing? Oh yeah. Mine doesn't show it recording. Dude, I still show it as recording. Are you not on that screen anymore? Just try to pull it back up. I did. It says invite friends to join. Oh, dude, that is so weird. Well, it, I mean, you're still on here, I guess. I, I don't know, dude. It scares I me. I feel now. like. Oh no! Well, so what's what... weird is we're still talking. <laughs> it's like because we mentioned like the government or something. We're just like, <laughs> <laughs> stop. <laughs> we heard missiles. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's so weird. I don't know what is going on right now. Wait. No, I don't know, dude. He was a bomb technician and said that uh, what he did was um, found coordinates or did coordinates for bomb, I guess, bombings and stuff like that, which I thought was super crazy. Dang, I was just really shocked about it. Just, just in a couple of vowels, he could he could just destroy someone. Yeah, can you hear me? Hello? Dude, you can't hear me? 
Oh no, dude, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No. Sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I'm just going to start it now. It's already started. <laughs> well, no, I can cut it. No, dude, it's good. Like, we technical issues happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, he was a bomb technician, and he, he put out coordinates for bombs and stuff like that. And I guess yeah. it was for, like, bombings or whatever. It was just the craziest thing. I, that's, I, yeah, it was nuts. It, like, if you could just have someone's life in that easy, like, D47, and then just, like, <laughs> fucking destroyed. Like, God. That would be hella nuts, dude. I would... I don't know. I don't know if I'd be able to do that. Try and bomb people. I, I don't. I don't <laughs> <into> that. <laughs> Imagine like if, if they got it wrong, like D four seven shooting B four seven. No D Delta Delta. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Shit. We killed like uh, we killed our own United States. <laughs> oh. oh god. Yeah, that would be crazy. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> That'd be nuts. That's like- yeah. Just took out our artillery stash, like <laughs> our boys. <laughs> it was a good one. Like, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, no, anyway, no. so going into like another crazy news thing. Uh, so being out here in Utah, we just got five percent beer. Yeah. Right. So, um, when did you first get it? Like, have you had it ever since <sighs> it came out on like November first, or? Yeah, dude. Like, so. My my worry was is that like what I was hearing is that everyone was just buying it out real quick, or that like even some places were just trying to like get rid of their last three point two beer, and uh-huh. so I, I waited like a week or two before we actually went out and got any beer or anything like that. So, uh, okay, but, yeah, see. yeah. So I got it right is, away. You got it right away, like the night it came out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like waiting in line. <laughs> yeah, no, because I went to I went to the liquor store the day before. On the thirtieth or no thirty first because October has thirty one. Um, the thirty first, and oh. I went to the store across the street, and there was no beer on the shelves, not a single oh. case. And I was absolutely shocked. I was like, "There is no way these guys are out of beer." And they had like this weird uh, Halloween thing where people, uh, kids, were in the shop getting candy and stuff. What? Um, yeah, what? people were in the store getting candy. Dude, the, it was so oh, okay. bad. It wasn't even not, like, not like, like a liquor store, though. Like, no, just, no, no, like no, no, store. just oh, okay. a normal store. Normal store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they were handing out candy. Um, and uh, I thought that that was part of it, was so that kids weren't grabbing beer or something. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> like, Distract them. <laughs> so, oh, I don't know. So, uh, so then I went to Maverick. And I saw on like on a sign when I went in the beer locker, because they only had like one or two cases left. Dang! So I got lucky there too. So I went in there, and it said that they were getting the new beer on the next day. So I, even though I had beer already, I think I got like only like a ten cases or something. I just went back and bought more because I was like, Fuck "This man, I'm fucking getting the high percent." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> bang for your buck. I heard it went up in price. Did it? Have you noticed that at all? Or I, I think no. it's still the same. But yeah, everything's still the same yeah. price. It hasn't okay. gone up at all. Um, yeah. Okay. But just like company related, I feel like it's going to do better for them because that's well, the reason why we got it. 
at five percent. Yeah, yeah, because they didn't want to do it anymore. They they were like tired of, of just. Because though, 3.2. I think Utah was the only one that was doing three point two. There might have been like another state or two. Yeah, that, I think like Idaho and Wyoming or something like that. But I think they're 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 phasing it out too. They don't want to do it anymore. Like they're, right. They're over. Yeah. yeah, and dude, there was this huge protest. There were the Budweiser Clydesdales were out in like Ogden or somewhere. Uh-huh. Um. Uh, doing like a parade or you know like a celebration or something about it, and there yeah. was hell of people protesting out there. So for, many people for, for not for to percentage? not change it. No, to not oh, change wow. it. Yeah, because they didn't so want to change. But like that's my thing is what's the point? It's like anyone that's gonna drink beer, they're they're drinking to get a buzz or to get drunk. Yeah. You know, I know yeah. some people that do just drink it. You know, on a uh just to kind of drink it during dinner or whatever. But yeah. most people, you know, are trying to get a buzz or drunk. So it's like, what's the point in a 5% and a 3.2%? You can only drive at a certain percent anyway. Yeah. So either way, after one beer of 3.2 or 5, you can't drive. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And like, so, that, that's the thing. It's like, like you said, people are, some people are going to drink to get buzz. Some people are going to drink to get drunk. And like those people aren't going to change whether the alcohol is changing. Yeah. They'll just drink more if it's 3.2. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, dude. And like, I don't know, man. Like, and that's the thing is like, when you think about it on a, on a bigger perspective, if, if you're really that worried, what, what about hard alcohol? What about vodka and like all those other hard alcohols? Like that's way stronger. Yeah. So what's the point in, in, uh, monitoring or controlling your beer? Exactly. Like, it's like saying like, Oh, like, don't smoke those cigarettes. Those cigarettes are, like, way more stronger than those other ones. Like, <laughs> no. Those ones will like, kill you, but the other ones well, won't. <laughs> that's that's actually what's actually really happening, though, is uh, so with, with Juul and everything, and the whole reason why Juul started getting out banned is because um, they they said that their, their, their nicotine delivery system was kind of, like, I guess, yeah, questionable. Yeah. So, so I read an article... Um, or, uh, you know, a post that was saying that the uh, com- commissioner or the, the owner of Jewel, yeah. um, he was saying that, <clears throat> that it doesn't matter what the quality of the pods are because most of the people doing Jewels or vaping or whatever are these drunk people or, you know, people that are drinking. And Dang. so it, it doesn't matter what the quality of the pods are. And it's like, but in reality, uh, no. it's just a bunch of teenagers. Like, right. It really is. Yeah, that, that's the that's reality. Right. Well, because you have I mean, this little thing that you can just puff on during class because you can just put, hide it in your hand or in your jacket or whatever. Oh, yeah. Super easy, dude. And like you bathroom, know? like bathroom junkies and stuff. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the one article I read about it was that the scientists that work for Juul basically developed a blend that would. That would get the nicotine in your system a lot quicker and and a lot more effectively. And so they played around with this blend for a while, and they they came to find that some blends were too potent, and that like it would give even like chain smokers like nicotine sickness, where they would be shaking and throwing up and stuff like that. And then in other instances, it was just like it wasn't enough. So 
they came out with this blend that was like, oh, it's like somewhere in between. And the scientists even warned them like, hey, we should put a kill switch in this jewel so that after a certain amount of vaping or after a certain amount of time of vaping it, it just kills it. Like it just turns it off and you can't vape it for like a certain amount of time just so people don't get nicotine sickness or overdose on nicotine in that type of sense of being. But right. the CEO of Jewel was like, no, they don't need it. Like people know when to cut themselves off. People know when to stop. And like realistically, yeah, if, if you're vaping too much and you're getting nicotine sickness, you probably, you're not going to want to do it. Like it, it makes you feel like shit. So, and if you are, then you're just, I'm sorry, but you're kind of just a dumbass. Like if you're just making yourself sick and you're same thing with drinking, if you're just drinking to make yourself sick, like that's, that's your fault, I guess. You know, no, like, I know. And that's, and that's why, like, cause I, I vape and you know, I, man, I have been for a long time and I just okay. feel like, um, they're coming out with these articles where people are getting THC in jewel pods and other stuff like that, where the jewel pods yeah. hitting so much harder than if you smoked it out of, you know, regular cartridge or something that other people have. Um, and so they're misconstruing uh, everything, thinking that vaping altogether is bad for you when it's just these you know, teenagers or because if you think about it, nobody that's 30 years old or 40 years old, that vapes or whatever like that has died from it. Everyone's, you know, a younger person. Yeah. And so it's like all these people. It. Yeah, of course. And so all these people sure. are coming out and saying, oh, it's the vaping. It's whatever. And it's like, it's not, you know, you haven't told your parents you were smoking THC and your damn fucking jewel. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's oh, like, yeah. And they, they pinpointed what the issue was, too. It was vitamin E. Like, I guess vitamin E, like, in a normal sense, it's like, it's, I think it's like in lotions and stuff like that. Like, we use it in a lot of things. But right. when it gets into your lungs, it takes, like, I guess years in some cases to, like, break down and actually, like, you know, function in your lungs or whatever. And so if you're just vaping that all the time constantly, yeah, dude, like, it's just going to gunk up your lungs to the point where you can't breathe anymore. Oh, of course. No, and that's that's so, the problem. I don't know. And like, it's, I don't know. Like when I was a teenager, dude. Like, of course, you you overdo everything as a teenager. You're gonna definitely. like, you're gonna you abuse everything you can. Yeah, because you so, can't get it. You know what I mean? You can't just go and buy it or whatever. And that's where yeah. that's where I feel like the um, you know more states legalizing marijuana and like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that's really helping us out in that sense. Because then you're not going to have people selling stuff on the black market or other stuff like that because it's legal everywhere. So exactly. it's not going to make them any money Exactly. because people dude. can just go buy it at the store. That's it, it really is. It's a problem, dude. It's it's funny that you can get essentially illegal narcotics in the form of like a prescription. And that's perfectly fine. It's perfectly OK. You can get that anytime you want almost. But right. you can't get something like that. Like you, you can't. I know. It, it's absolutely. It's it's just really shocking to me. It, it's changing. I, I I feel like it's gonna change pretty big within the next five to ten years. You know, and it has been. It already. It's it's a massive difference from what it was, even just five or ten years ago. Oh yeah, of course. Like a lot of people thought that Utah would be the last ones, but we've already legalized it medically. I, you oh, know, yeah. I don't know how far we've gotten into that. Like in regards to actually prescribing people and stuff like that. But yeah, it's already legal, you know, medically. So 
normally once it's medically legal and they start making a bunch of money and seeing how much they can actually make from it, they'll start legalizing it. Oh, yeah. And I think they've, they're coming to the realize that. No, I mean, the conspiracy theory about this is that, like, of course, Big Pharma doesn't want this to happen because they have a lot to lose out of this. And I mean, if you just come out with something that anyone can grow in their backyard, you know, and basically cure tons of illnesses with it, you, you lose a huge profit, you know, from all the the prescriptions that you're selling to people, you know, to help them with their different illnesses. And you could have one dude on seven different prescriptions, you know, to cure one thing when all he needs is just that. And he'll be right. Fine. Right. No. And that's, that is, that is crazy to me because there's a lot of different people that you wouldn't think that, uh, I guess you could say put money into podcast or, uh, into pills and stuff, you know, and all mm-hmm. the, uh, can't even think what I'm trying to say all the uh i guess you know stuff that you can buy over the counter with farm at a pharmacy there's a bunch of, stuff. yeah there's there's a ton of people or like businesses and stuff like that that have money into all of that because it makes them a bunch of money you oh, know and they're yeah. funding all of it and so that's where it becomes harder because then you have all these people vote like that are in the government and stuff like that that are voting no for it cuz they don't want to lose that funding um, oh yeah, and, and here's here's the main part about that because you would think like this this is at least how I took it like I was like if I was in big pharma why wouldn't I just put all my investments into that right and just and have all my money towards that and just go with the industry you know go with the flow of what's going on and just do that well the problem with that is from their perspective is that you can't tax natural herbal medicine you can't anything that's natural or herbal in in that sense cannot be taxed you can't you can't just raise the price on it but if it's something that's been manufactured if it's something that's was created by someone right tax it as much as you want almost and and that's a problem with america right now too is there's no laws in place that prohibit you know pharmaceutical companies from overtaxing their prescriptions at all well and that's and you know kind of onto that it's it's sort of messed up because you have a bunch of people that may be poor or maybe broke or other things like that, that can't spend, you know, $700 on whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever like kind of drugs you need to get. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so it's like, you're spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars when, you know, you can just smoke weed legally and yeah. you know, it's like you can put your money into that, but they all assume, you know, from commercials in the past, you know, there's oh, commercials yeah. that show that you become a zombie <laughs> when you smoke weed. Like, it's <laughs> never been the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. You know, you no, have to, I guess, experience it, but. Oh, yeah, no, but, like, there's a huge joke that, like, a lot of people say, like, damn, I wish that would happen to me. Seriously, yeah, like, just putting in a whole trance. Like, <laughs> just like, oh. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> And like, that's one thing that I guess I've always had gripe with too is like the media's never like really in a well way portrayed what it's like to be, you know, in that type of, of trance and that type of state of mind. Yeah. I think like maybe Cheech and Chong was one of the best ones to do it because they didn't really like show how like it would, you know, give you any psychedelic effects or anything like that. But like it showed what you were like on it, you know, and like right, right, the type of ideals that come with it. So, so. I don't know, man. It's just, it's funny because there's like a lot of shows that just show you ridiculous things. Like even like Half Baked, for example, like 
near the beginning of the movie when they do it, like they go into the store and all the candies are like super sized, you know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, like you kind of feel that way. Like you understand what they're portraying, but that's not what it's really like, you know, no, for no, no, no. Yeah. And that's, and that's where a lot of people get, get everything mixed up is it's like, you know, weed is this gateway drug or weed is this um, thing. That's kind of like, you know, meth or all these other hard drugs that Mm -hmm. make you a whole different person or change who, you know, sort of, I guess how you could say is is like who you are. And that's not at all how it is. You know, it's just literally the most relaxing, calm person you've ever been. Oh, for sure. Well, and I mean, I think so. This is why I, I do agree to some degree. It can be a gateway drug, and and the only reason why I say that is because there's just those those people out there where they okay. start feeling good for a little bit, you know, then they want more good feelings. They want more something they, they, that's like, stronger. Just, exactly, and that's how it becomes a gateway. It's like if you have control and you can be sensible about it, you don't have to take it that far. You can be like, man, this is good enough for me. Like this, I can see like. No, this is good for me. Like, I don't have to abuse it or anything like that. It's just those people that are out there that, you know, they're going to abuse anything that they come across, anything that makes them feel good. Right, right, right. Well, and I mean, um, having ADHD, I feel like that's a big thing for me is I, you know, it, it relaxes me out and makes me just mellow all across the board um, so that I can function at a normal pace and, you know, not have to go 100 miles an hour all the time. Um, and so that's where it really helps me out. It, it can help in a lot of ways. And I mean, I, I guess like, and this is a weird thing for me. I, I feel like I'm almost moving past it. Like, and that's almost a good thing. Like, Oh, if you don't need it, you know, and if you don't like require it because you've come, we've overcome like, you know, your obstacles. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, like, honestly, if I were to choose one over the other, I would definitely choose that over drinking because drinking, like I've done several terrible and stupid things while drinking. Oh yeah. How many? Exactly. You know, and like, so I I don't think I really need to justify it by any means of being like, Oh, I need it for this (laughs) or I need it for that. I just want it. Like, seriously. (laughs) Well, and, and, uh, I feel like the the where it becomes more of a problem is if you're using it kind of as a coping mechanism. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sure. Like you shouldn't be using it as a coping coping mechanism as anything. You know, for anything. Yeah. Um, it should be more for just you know the enjoyment, like to just do at your house and hang out, or you know, just yeah. just something that's not trying to fix problems you know what i mean because exactly. then that's when it's going to become a problem in itself because it does become a problem in itself because then when you don't have it then you're like oh i can't control this anymore i can't be this way you know like it's just like you're dependent upon it at that point correct uh, that's what they would call it just dependency you know and right that's that's definitely not where you want to be and if someone mm-hmm. has those type of issues and they're starting to show signs of that obviously they shouldn't be doing it in the first place they need to find they need to cope with that issue and then they can do that you know then they right. can try that Right. It's no, like the I totally same thing. Agree. It's like when they say, like, when the media tries to say that video games are bad, for example, or that it influences children to do bad things or be bad people or whatever. It, it's not true. It's like if someone has a tendency to already be bad or be angry and then they play video games, that's just going to piss you off more. It's going to make you more violent, of course. But if you're like, if you're just a normal person like me and you and you go play video games, you're going to blow off steam. You're going to feel better afterwards, you know? Yeah. And like, no, I know. Uh, it's crazy to think that, you know, 
so many people even do all of that, you know, even just with not even with weed, but, or, you know, marijuana, but with other uh, drugs as well, that it becomes such a coping mechanism for everybody that it just messes you up even more than you already were before. Oh yeah, most definitely. And like, I think to a degree, we all have a bit of addictive personality. This is something or another, you know, we all have our little like quirks with it, but it's just a matter of realizing that you have an issue and then acknowledging it. And then you can move past it. You can just be like, you know what? I don't really think I need this, you know, like as much as I think I need it. Right. It's just yeah. mental, mental health in, in, in America, dude, like I know it, it needs to change a lot. Like that's, it almost baffles me that it's not like a bigger, like hot button issue in America because it's just like mental health is like everything, you know, it, it's our well being. Yeah, it's it's a hard, you know, that's like a big a big thing too. Like you know, people that that do have problems, you know, it's like to you should be getting that help or things that do help you in a positive way rather than yeah. in a negative way. Because you know, anything that's positive or can take your mind off of things is the best way to go. You yeah. know what I mean? Even if that's even if that's you know, like we said, playing games or you know, going for a walk, driving, just whatever. Um, you know, anything that's positive and won't get you into more trouble or, or put you in a worse state of mind is always going to be better off for you. Oh, yeah. Well, like, so there's this crazy study I want to talk about real quick. So I, I read this study that these scientists did where they were, like, literally feeding some type of narcotic to rats. And what they did was they isolated one rat and they gave them two drinking options, one that was spiked with like the narcotic and the other that was just pure, normal drinking water. And then in the other cage, they had a bunch of like hamsters or gerbils or like rats or whatever. And they had they did give them the same options, you know, one narcotic uh, water and one non-narcotic water. And they found that the one that was alone, you know, and he was showing signs of depression and everything like that. Right. Um, he would go and he would take the narcotic water every time. But the ones that were happy being stimulated with toys, with food, with, you know, other rats and, and, and communicating and stuff like that, they would opt for the water each time. So then what they wow. realized is like, so depression, you know, definitely plays a part into addiction. And it, it plays a part in like that want for happiness, that want or that fulfillment of whatever that drug gives them. But what they did after that was they took that rat that was isolated and they put it with all the rest of the rats to see what would happen. And that rat actually began drinking the normal water, just like all the other rats. Right. That's crazy. Insane, dude. And like you could literally almost pinpoint that same problem with humans and just be like, hey, you know what? If we made this person happen, we showed them they don't need to be dependent on any drug or narcotic or really anything like video games, any type of addiction source that they can be happy without it, then they don't need it anymore. Well, and, and going on to that a little bit, I watched this Brain Games. Uh, I'm sure everyone knows what Brain Games is. Oh, um, oh, yeah, yeah. So we were watching that, and it showed uh, this one on compassion. So they did this study where the this sci- or this you know scientist or whatever um, these people would come into the room and see someone across you know through the glass and they said oh the guy can't see you um, and basically what they did was they had a bowl of chili and people would add a type of <clears throat> a certain level of hot sauce into the chili based on how the person reacted to them before they went into the room so. At first, what they did 
was the guy never saw them. They didn't see the guy ever one time. And every person picked the mild sauce, the lowest level. So then what they did was they had that same guy go against some, you know, three other people. And before they went to the room, he would come up and bump them on the shoulder and be like, yo, what the heck was that? And like kind of be, you know, more of more of a, (laughs) you know, douche to them. These are what you could, I guess you could say. And, uh, and then they all picked the extremely hot sauce. And this one dude poured almost the whole bottle in. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, so then on the last one, uh, what they did was they had the guy bump into him again, but this time they would have the uh, scientist be like, oh, hey, how is your day going? Um, here's a, you know, here's some water here if you want to drink a water. Um, and we uh, basically all we need to do um, is you'll pick a hot sauce that you want to uh, put in his chili that he has to eat the whole thing. And he can't see you because he's through, you know, a, a mirror glass. So he can't see you from the other side. So mm-hmm. then they all pick the medium sauce again because they oh, were wow. shown that compassion before they picked the sauce. That's crazy. dude. Yeah, it's super nuts. And so that's why they're always, you know, trying to say it's like if you're in a group of people, it's like always show compassion because then yeah. you're going to spread it to everybody else. So it's like if you're always showing compassion for people, other people are going to do the exact same thing. Um, oh, yeah. And I kind of thought about that the other day when I did a donation. I wanted to stay at the uh, the shopping line, like after uh-huh. I bought the stuff, and see what the guy behind me did. But they mm-hmm. always ask you, "Hey, do you want to round this up to the nearest dollar and give you know the extra cents or whatever to the food bank?" Yeah. Um, and so I did it and I, I wanted to see what the other guy behind me would do. I didn't end up staying around cause I had to go, but I, it's just, I hope that that also like engaged him to want to do it as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause you're showing that compassion or your know, motivation to help people out. Oh yeah, but, definitely. Yeah. It's just, that's just a bunch. It's just really crazy to me what your brain really <laughs> does. You know what I mean? It's like you think oh, dude, so differently so when you show compassion or when people are mean to you. It, it's, it's, it's weird how how a lot of people they just they act off of validation. Like they wanna they wanna act in a way that will bring them validation from other people. You know, for like example, like there's another story that was done where they had a bunch of people in an elevator, right? And so when you get into an elevator, you usually just stand towards the door, right? So when you get out, you can just walk straight out. <laughs> so what they did in this study was they had everyone walk into the elevator, but rather than facing the door, they would face the opposite way. Like a, like, so not you know, even so look I, at them. Yeah, like not even looking at the door. Like they'll stare like if you walk straight <laughs> up to the elevator at looking work, at the you wall. just walk straight in. Yeah. yeah, just look at the wall. And so what they did was they found out like there's a special in psychology, they call it like groups of three. And um, so if there's like three people doing something, the fourth person or the like the third person will more than likely follow the other two or the other three. I don't remember how exactly it works, but I, I, it's like a rule of three or something. Right. Like if three people are doing something, the fourth person or like if two people are, then the third person will do it. Right. So what they did was they have everyone standing, you know, the opposite way. And then they have one person who's not in on it, you know, go in and see what they do. And they'll like stand the right way for a second and then they'll look around at everyone else. <laughs> and they'll slowly like turn around and just like follow what everyone else is doing. Dude, it's hilarious. 
they like they did the same thing at like a bus station. So like they have everyone sitting down, and like a dude will come over and he'll sit down. Then everyone will stand up, and then like he'll like slowly start getting. Oh, I've like, seen one of those. I've seen yeah, one of those because these people did it at like a hospital or something. And yeah. and all of these people, whenever so somebody, I can't remember exactly how it went, but somebody would say something, and then everyone would stand up. Everyone. And some yeah. of them were actors to, to, like, start it out. But basically, so then people would stand up, and they got more and more people in there, and everyone started <laughs> to stand up. Oh, no, it was a beeping. It was a beep. So, like, there oh, would be a loud, like, almost like, like if you're in an people. airport. Yeah, almost like if you're in an oh, airport. It would be like, beep. And then everyone would stand <laughs> up and sit back down. So then oh, everyone started to do it because they felt weird just standing there. Like, there was one person that sat there for a couple minutes and didn't do it for the first, like, two or three times. And then he was like, oh, okay, I got to do it now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's true, though. Like, I, I found myself in those situations. And, like, I'm aware of that, like, you know, and, like, how people do this. So, like, I almost try to fight it. <laughs> like, I find myself doing it, too, dude. I'll be like, oh, I got to stand up. Like, everyone's standing up right now. I'm like, I feel weird. It's just, it's funny, dude. It's just weird, but. And another funny thing about that is, like, so different groups of people will do it better than others. So, like, people like myself who are really tall and, like, maybe have, like, a deep voice, we're going to stand out a lot more. So, if we right. do something, more people are more likely to, like, follow after us. So, right. it's just weird, dude. No, it's that is so super big. weird. Dude. It's, like, something that one... also. My power uh -huh. just went out of my house. What? Yeah, Wait, but you still have Wi-Fi. Oh, because you're doing no, it for 4G. My, yeah, so basically it cut out for a minute, and then my 4G popped on. Dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> the NSA, bro, they're, they're, they don't like what we're talking about. They, they're not down with it. They're the, like, these guys, they ain't sneaky. We got them now. <laughs> <laughs> Your artillery bomber, dude, he's there, ready to go. He's like, seven any moment now. Like, get that button ready. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. No, that's crazy. I was like, I was like, wait a second. Did it just like cut out again? Or like, did we do something wrong? And then, yeah. And then it was back on. That was weird. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, so last thing here that we'll cover real quick. I just want to talk about like this. So recently what just happened was, um, I guess the federal like government choked down this illegal site that was streaming. Like it was, it, it, from what I read, it was, it was bigger than Hulu. Netflix and Disney Plus all combined. They had so many shows, so many movies, so many everything like on there that you could literally watch anything you wanted. And I guess all you had to oh do is just sign up for a membership. It was like a free membership, I guess, and you could just watch whatever you wanted. So they shut down the service and it's just crazy to think like that's just how much power they have now. They can just shut down anything they want almost instantly. Like there used to be several sites growing up where I would just go to like one, two, three movies or watch free movies online.com TV or something. And I could watch anything oh, yeah. I wanted nowadays. Like I've tried doing it with Rick and Morty recently, you know, like it's hard to watch Rick and Morty, but you can't find it online anymore. Like at, at all. No. Yeah. Cause all these streaming websites now and people trying to make their money and I, you know, and I, at the same time I get it, you know, cause it's like, oh, yeah. you know, being a person in movies or like somebody, excuse me, somebody at the theater, um, they they want to you know if if there's a bunch of free movies out there they're never going to make money oh no because people can well, just watch the movies online 
Yeah, and, and that that was the whole thing. So when Obama, so Obama was the one who enacted all this, you know, and made it all possible for you know them to start going in and start shutting down websites. So um, the whole reason why he said he wanted to do it was because he wanted to Hollywood, and I think it was mainly uh, directed towards like uh, music actors or uh, musical musicians and stuff like that. But, but um, yeah, basically they they were losing so much money because like. Obviously, the main thing that to pirate was like music. You could pirate music so easily, and so a lot of a lot of people weren't making money off of music anymore. They weren't making money off of making albums, and the only way you could make money as as a music artist was to do concerts, to do things like that. And so it just became really hard for them. I think within the recent years, with all this coming up, like they've been able to make more money. You know, like you have no choice but to buy their music if you want to download it now. Or you just do Spotify, uh, which I'm sure they get a piece of, you know, like if you get like a certain amount of like listeners each month, I'm pretty sure Spotify or Pandora or whatever pays you out a certain amount. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I so mean, they're definitely to. making money. And yeah. I, I, it's going to help like those industries a lot down the road. You know, they're definitely going to profit a lot more and be able to do a lot more with their money now. And artists will actually want to do their type of things so they can make profits, you know? So it's, it's good in that sense of being, it just kind of sucks because I'm like, man, like growing up as a kid, that was a thing to do. Like you didn't see a show, you you don't watch a movie, like, Oh, just go here real quick and just watch it. Like shitty quality, but you know, you watched it. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's super interesting. I mean, I just like, you know, we used to download, like there used to be like views or views or something yeah, like that. Views, that like, you uh, download free movies onto discs and stuff like that. Like LimeWire was, yeah. was a big one back in the day. Um, to- like, yeah, like the Pirate Bay. I'm pretty sure that's all still up, but it's just like, it's a lot more risky to do it. Like people right, are getting because hit with they fines. Get like, oh, oh, yeah. Dude, well, and they, you crazy. know, they can get your IP address and all that if you oh, go yeah. on the website. It's nuts. Oh, yeah. Absolutely yeah, crazy. But It's crazy. It is. It's, it's I don't know, but I guess in the long run, it is better for for you know everyone, the, Other, the yeah. producers of the content, right? But man, cool. I mean, Netflix, Disney, you know, they're all changing it, man. Like cable, I that's one thing. If you would have told me, like as a little kid, like cable's not going to be around when you're an adult, I would have been like, "Fuck you!" Like you're lying, like you're, you're a sack <laughs> of shit. Like no way, no, there's no way. Yeah. yeah, it really like, is. Yeah, because Disney Plus and everything. And that's just the era we live in now, dude. I think everything All like the technology. It, just, everything becomes obsolete so quickly. It's it's incredible. It's like insane, dude. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. when is it ever going to stop. You know, like is it ever going to stop? I honestly couldn't tell you. Like probably not. I mean, it's just going to blow up. It's going to oh, yeah. blow up even harder with you know more people or more things are going to come out. It's crazy, big dude. I don't know, yeah. man. So Dang, well, cool. Man. Well, I guess I we'll go ahead I, and end that off. And yeah, dude, I think that's a wrap. Yeah, just yeah, tune, in, and tune in every Friday. We'll have new episodes coming out, and uh, we'll get us all taken care of for you guys. Try and cover yeah. everything we can. Yeah, listen to my shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> that's funny. All right, well, you guys have a great night. We'll talk to you guys later. All right, take care, everyone. Have a good night.